Yes, the people, how are we doing? Welcome back. I am excited to just sit down and chat. It's been a while, eh? So let's waste no more time. Let's get into it. Today, I'm going to talk about changing and growing up, all that kind of stuff. I'm not sure if they are the same thing or if they're different things. Who knows, right? Let's talk about it and find out. So I get the impression that a lot of people think others don't want them to change. Like it's this big cliched narrative of personal development, right? So person changes, person experiences some kind of like pushback or resistance from peer group, friends, family, whatever. Person becomes bitter and like blames friends for holding them back or some shit, starts talking about removing toxic people from their life and having a small wolf pack or, you know, some other cringe shit like that that just alienates them further, right? It's pop psychology 101 in it, right? People don't like to see others change because it makes them insecure. Maybe because they are not changing themselves or making any progress themselves, you know. And perhaps there is a bit of truth in that, right? For sure. In some instances, I am sure that is the case. But I think for the most part, it's just a misunderstanding, right? And my theory is this. I don't really think that on the whole, people are against you changing. I don't think your friends, your family, your enemies, I don't think really people give a shit if you change or not, right? They're not for it, they're not against it. They don't really care, right? But I do think that how they respond to it is a reflection of how you go about it. Right, And what I mean by that is people really don't like inconsistencies and contradictions and uncertainty and especially in other people, right? You can excuse a bit for yourself, can't you? Because we have that, that bias, but especially in other people and that maybe perceived inconsistencies or perceived contradictions, that's what makes people uneasy. So if you are just flirting with the idea of changing, being hesitant about it, you know, putting one foot in, not fully committing and not being seen to fully commit, then people will see you as somebody who is unsure of themselves, right? And guess what? People don't really like people who are unsure of themselves. Yeah. You know, they'll see you as somebody who lacks confidence, right? And um, people can sense that shit, right? And maybe they'll see you as someone who, who is in the midst of some kind of like identity crisis. Yeah. And that is what people find unsettling about others changing it's not that they have some like weird idea that no one else is allowed to change or that it instantly makes other people insecure as soon as you you know start being different like the, you know the fact of the matter is like most people don't give a shit what you do right anyway trust me when i say when you are sure of yourself you make other people feel safe safe is probably the best word the most accurate like the closest word we've got for it right because your confidence makes other people confident in you so it's not that you can't change like that's crazy shit right it's just that when you do you have to do it with conviction yeah you have to do it like you actually fucking mean it right you can't be asking for permission you can't be like warning your mates and be like oh my, i'm just thinking about being different you know and you can't be apologizing for it <clears throat> like you just got to lead by example 
be decisive, show other people that actually it's all right, right? You can do what you want, you can be who the fuck you want, all that kind of shit, yeah. And people forgive you for changing, yeah? Even admire you for it if you are, like, resolute and firm and, like, purposeful about it. But if you're unsure, then they will be unsure too. So you can't really square the blame solely with them and with other people, right? You can't start tweeting, like, mad hurt quotes about how like your circle is shrinking and how it's everyone else's fault for not understanding or like having no ambition and all that shit i mean you can start tweeting that if you want it's just not going to get you very far right because if you lose friends through the process of changing yeah real friends i mean then their failure as a friend is also your failure as a leader like you fail to convince them listen I'm still sick, I'm just sick in a different way, you still want to be mates with me, right? And when I say your failure as a leader, I don't mean leader like you gotta be some big like alpha male who goes around like dominating the crew and like, you know, carrying a club and beating mammoths to death. I don't know where I got that from. That's... Anyway, you know, you see people acting how they think other people want them to act, right? People pleasers, yeah. But the irony is like they can never really please people because they are going about it completely the wrong way right you don't please people by thinking of what they want and then trying to give it them right i know that that sounds like massively counterintuitive right you think that you know if someone wants something all you have to do is give it to them and then they'll be happy right that just ain't how people work right and that is the irony of being a people pleaser you can never actually succeed right you can never be who people want you to be because there is 7 billion other people, right? And they all think and want different shit. And more importantly, most of them don't even know what they think or want. So, you know, you can't really have this idea of what other people want you to be because they haven't got a clue who the fuck they are, what the fuck's going on. Really, no one's got a clue about anything, right? (laughs) Just as a general rule, right? So there's no such thing as what people want, like, or what people want you to be, or, or... rather than no such thing there isn't a single thing yeah but that's fine right because that would be getting it backwards anyway right you don't need to be who people want you to be right you decide who you're going to be and then you convince people that it's what they want right by doing it with conviction and i don't mean convince people in like a needy way of getting people to like you and shit let me let me try and explain in a different way all right It's like making YouTube videos, right? Let's say you're a YouTuber and you're struggling for video ideas, right? You might think it's a good idea to ask people what they want to see, right? You might like say, oh, like leave a comment under my video and let me know what videos you want to see from me because, you know, you say jump and I'll say how I. Like, it is not a good idea, right? I I would go further and say it's a bad idea and it would be doing yourself a disservice because guess what, right? Anybody can ask somebody else what they want and then give it to them, right? Anyone can do that. So you don't ask people what they want. You don't say, hey guys, like, what kind of videos do you want? Instead you say, I'm doing this and I'm going to do it so well that people are going to like it. So even if you didn't think you wanted to see this video, once you've watched it, you are going to be like, yeah, I did want to see that shit, right? Because I am a person who has shit to offer, right? That's not me saying that about myself. I'm just saying it's what 
you need to say about yourself, but also I am saying about myself, whatever, right? Anyway, I think it boils down to like being like being who you are, doing what you do with conviction really. And and that might take an initial leap of faith. And I say leap of faith because you might not always have the confidence you feel you need to justify that conviction, right? You can't really just muster confidence out of thin air, right? And so you might need to take a kind of quote unquote leap of faith before you are able to actually start like building that confidence. Anyway, right, I want to move on a bit. So let's just draw a line under what other people think about you changing because I think we've pretty much determined that it's fucking irrelevant. (laughs) So to the more important issue of what you think about it, right? Now, of course, you have to try and have an an objective view of like the actual ways in which you find yourself changing. And you have to try and judge like what is on balance a positive change and what could potentially be a negative change, right? And I suppose you can define positive and negative by whether they contribute to like a better state of well-being for yourself and those around you. So like, do they contribute to a better life for you and your loved ones or you and whoever else, right? Happiness, fulfillment, the good life, whatever you want to call it, right? And in general, you know, it will usually be some kind of combination of both positive and negative changes that just happen to you, right? It's not a given that you are always changing for the better as you get older. Like That's not a foregone conclusion because there are some good qualities that seem to be more pronounced in young people, right? Higher tolerance to risk, you know, being carefree, things like that come to mind. But, you know, there are lots, right? So you can't necessarily just trust your urges and just roll with it 100% of the time and just like, you know, trust your inner purpose and like, yeah, just, just go with all your instincts, right? Because... There are some qualities that you certainly want to keep from like your 18-year-old self, your 21-year-old self, your 25-year-old self, and there are some that you certainly want to lose, right? And as you age, you might have to actually consciously consider like what might help you do that. Like maybe you have to say to yourself, right, when I was 18, I was like this and I like that. So how can I be more like that now, you know? Or vice versa, you know, how can I be less like that, right? And maybe you have to change, like, some shit you do, some habits or whatever it is to to facilitate that. But these decisions about, like, what to keep, what to lose, how to be, you know, they are all just part of the game, right? They are a microcosm for what life is, right? It is simply continuous judgment calls and decisions and exercising your own agency and your own will like pretty much all day every day right and that is really not what people want to hear it's not how people want to look at life right because people want simplicity that's why they get quotes tattooed on them or like printed on a canvas and put on the wall or whatever you know they don't want to be told that you're gonna have to exercise your own personal judgment many hundreds of times every single day like for example in this instance let's say you are changing somehow as a as a person you know you're starting to exhibit some qualities more and some qualities less right so you have to have this objective view you have to you have to decide like on one level on one end of this continuum there is complete self-reliance complete confidence and complete belief in your own 
will and in your own decision making in your own judgment right so you just 100% go with how you feel about what kind of person you want to be right and on the other end of the spectrum on the other end of the continuum is feedback from others right and if you are going to try and put together some kind of realistic view you know it could be this it could be with anything then you have to find like a goldilocks zone of like how much you can just fully go with your own instinct and how much and which feedback or you know um input from other people you are gonna take on board right that's just an example right it's just another judgment that you have to make just like all the many millions you are going to have to make right and you know sometimes your decisions will be insignificant and sometimes they'll be huge right and sometimes you'll mistake big decisions for small decisions and small decisions for big and sometimes you'll place more effort or importance or worry into somewhere where it shouldn't be and not enough somewhere else right and that's all just another judgment call another example of you just taking part in life right some people would rather never make a decision in their lives right because they're scared of getting it wrong so they'll just check out you know coast along never kick up a fuss about anything let shit slide when somebody like does them wrong never ask for a fucking promotion or a pay rise like just agree to everything you know always pick the door in the middle you know the type right glazed over motherfuckers walking around like zombies right anyway let me get back to the point right how you change when you change whether you change at all it's all your call right so just like all the decisions you have to make throughout your hopefully many years on this earth right you just make it to the best of your ability and then you just get the fuck on with it right there's a book called the war of art by stephen pressfield and the title is like a play on words on the art of war by lao tzu completely different book nothing alike anyway i'm not massively into the book right but the main and like possibly the only point that the author makes is that you will experience what he calls resistance when doing essentially anything that requires you to commit so he talks more about the like creative process and like resistance in relation to work but this resistance he talks about is really just giving a name to the familiar feeling of like inner pushback that we feel towards like many things right it's doubt hesitation deliberation procrastination and of course right you'll feel that resistance towards changing as a person right and feeling it just means that you are exercising some kind of judgment or using your faculties you know exercising your agency and it doesn't mean that you're making a good decision or a bad decision it just means you're making one right so if life is continuous judgment then you can expect it to be filled with perpetual you know continuous almost unwavering resistance right Uh, that might sound like depressing but i think it's fine right i think like that's the challenge in it even the fun right and growing up or getting older it's no exception so you know there's nothing wrong with a nice healthy bit of inner turmoil that's what i'm saying so you know a bit of conflict it's fine mate and whilst we're here i just want to address the uh terminology so the phrase growing up like it's got all these negative connotations associated with it doesn't it so it's it's like interchangeable with 
settling down, which is just something that I just really cannot get on board with because I feel like the opposite is actually true or I feel like it's going to be true for me anyway. Like maybe you actually do less reckless shit when you're older. Like maybe you abuse your body a little bit less by doing like, you know, fewer three-day benders in Ibiza, right? So yeah, like maybe in the absolute most basic most literal sense you are calmer right but that's because you appreciate more than just adrenaline and excitement yeah you're actually engaging with life a lot more i feel because you have a broader appreciation for all of the different parts of it and more importantly because you feel like you actually have something to offer, right? You spend your early life trying to get things and your later life trying to give things, right? And that's how it should be because it's the taking phase, you know, getting stuff that gives you the experience and and puts you in a position to actually fucking offer something, right? Initially, you're really just bouncing around trying to soak in experiences, trying to feel like the broadest spectrum of emotions that you can feel, seeing places, meeting people, you know, trying whatever you can try. That's your youth, right? Because you're just fucking amazed by all the shit that you can feel and this like mass, this like smorgasbord of emotions, right? That is possible as as a human, right? And you're just on a mission to like get all the feels. That's what I'm saying. At least that's how my youth felt anyway. <clears throat> It's like the question you're asking yourself in the morning is just like, right, what's going to blow my mind today? Right? And I don't think that's a bad fucking question, you know. And I don't actually think it's bad to just live in that phase and, and, and plenty of people do it and I actually salute that. I don't think there's anything wrong with it, right? But, you know, it, it's hedonism really, except not quite because instead of simply pursuing pleasure, you're pursuing like everything really, you know, you, you're... You're pursuing the satisfaction of your curiosity, and I think that's fucking sweet, to be honest. But, you know, at some point, you might feel like you actually want to contribute, right? You might feel like you've actually, like, got something to say. Like, like I am literally sat here recording this podcast right now because I spent a lot of my early years like that. Like, I am saying words to you right now because I feel like I have something to say so regardless of whether it's of any actual value you know I'm not saying that whether it's all complete bullshit or whatever the point is I feel like I have something to say you know I'm not making money off this podcast so why the fuck am I doing it right because I've just got thoughts right and I I feel like I want to give them to people right I've got views I want to I want to give people them right and uh and and that's because my early years were just the pursuit of novel experiences and thoughts. It's because I went and like traveled on my own and lived a way that was like ultimately self-indulgent, like solely focused on satisfying my own curiosity. And there's always more to learn, like more to experience. But at some point, you'll probably feel like you can actually like give something, you know, you, you, you might actually be able to like contribute to like people around you you know and even if you don't know exactly what or how that is like I, I still don't know what what it is I don't know 
I don't know what I've got to offer, but I know I've got something like, you know what I mean? So like I feel way more engaged with life like now and I, I don't for a second feel like I am in the process of settling down, right? So don't come at me with that settling down shit, man. When people come at me with that, I'm like, oh, well, I, I, I try hard to really disguise my distaste, but sometimes it's difficult, in it, man? Anyway, I suppose really we're just constantly battling like preconceived notions of like how a life should play out, like what kind of tra- trajectory and a time scale like things are supposed to like happen on and like when you're supposed to be in a serious relationship or like have a house or like have a certain amount of money by like all that kind of stuff like it's the idea of what's like normal yeah and don't get me wrong some things are normal because they're legitimately like the best way of doing things and that's just how like culture has evolved but many of the things we consider normal are just like a random result of random societal influences and it just happens to be this way yeah and we're definitely like getting out of it as time goes on a bit you know especially with people working more unconventionally nowadays but you know for you and I if we want to live differently find our own version of happiness then we're gonna feel like we're going against the grain somewhat like maybe our kids or their kids won't but like we will. So, you know, what I'm saying is you don't have to accept anything about growing up that you don't want. It shouldn't be called growing up anyway. It should just be called like your age changing or like should just be called changing or something like that, man. I don't know. And, you know, if you want to settle down, you can settle down. If you want to speed up, you can speed up. And if you want to live your 20s again in your 30s, you can. If you want to do the complete U-turn, you know, live completely differently, you can do that too. Just whatever you do, you just got to do it like you fucking mean it, really. So that's what I'm saying.